We're about to meet Jennifer Pakanowski, combat veteran, poet, and playwright from the Lehigh Valley. Her poem, I Remember, sets the stage for much of what we'll talk about tomorrow night on Keystone Edition Arts on WVIA-TV, a program titled The Veteran's Experience and the Expressive Arts. I remember. I remember signing my name, giving them my warm body to transform into a cold uniform. I remember the uniform being thin, light, and tan, giving the illusion it would not become a representation of the burden I now carry. I remember standing at the end of a long hallway coated with sand inside the hospital. A single lamp giving light to a small, dirty room next to the clean wards full of the injured. I remember in the shadows I could hear the doctors whispering what to do. My friend Chris stood at the bedside giving his comfort by holding the Marine's hand. I remember the bandages wrapped around the Marine's head. I stood there unable to move and only stare. My rifle strapped around my back seeming to tighten and strangle me. No one saw me. Even now I hear their whispers. Who jumps on a grenade? The squad was checking houses and it just rolled in. The Iraqi women and children screamed. I wonder if they knew anything. He saved six members of his platoon and the Iraqis, the doctor said. All we can do now is try and keep him alive until he gets to Germany so he could say goodbye to his mother. My friend Chris touched my arm and I shied away from his touch. He said, I tried to explain to him that he's going home and to hold on. And I think he blinked. And I blinked away my tears. I remember loading him into the helicopter. I remember watching the helicopter fly away, thinking, this shouldn't have happened. Giving one life to save many, destroying many lives for war, for what? It is said the people of the USA are safely sleeping in their beds because of the boys and girls fighting and protecting us, deployed in the Middle East and throughout the world. He slowly died because he loved the people serving next to him. Not you, not me, not war but the Marines standing next to him. Would you jump on a grenade? Jennifer Pakanowski, poet, playwright, and founder and director of Women Veterans Empowered and Thriving, a reintegration program using writing and performance in its work with veterans, while Jenny was in the Army, she deployed to Iraq in 2004 as a combat medic, and she provided medical support for convoys with the Marines, Air Force, and the Army. She also did shifts in the Navy Medical Hospital. In Germany, she was part of a medical evacuation company. Her play, Dionysus in America, was fully produced at the Vortex Theater in Austin, Texas in 2019. She has studied with Shakespeare and Company, and she was mentored by the founder and director of the Decruit program, Stefan Wolfert, a program that heals trauma through Shakespeare's work. As we heard, Jenny delivered her poem, I Remember, with an even measured tone. But the repetition of the phrase, I remember, becomes like the pounding of a throbbing headache. And she tells us in this poem so much that's important about a soldier's war experience, about the relentless remembering against your will of traumatic losses and tragic situations 
We learn about heroism and the source of the sacrifice made by this Marine. He jumped on the grenade because he loved his comrades in arms. Marine veteran Gary Morgan puts it this way in a poem he's written. I bonded with men I could and did trust with my life. Not my money or my beer or my women, but with my life. Some I didn't like, some didn't like me, not good men or bad. I fought with, argued with, but I would lay down my life for these men, and they for me. The bonds are too deep for words, in a way, and yet words have become a way for Jenny Pakanowski to connect with other veterans and also to help other veterans overcome their isolation from the civilian community. Jenny will be one of the guests on Keystone Edition Arts, The Veterans Experience and the Expressive Arts, tomorrow night at 8, live on WVIA-TV, also streaming live online. Mindy Kronk is the producer of Keystone Edition Arts, and she had a chance to speak by phone with Jenny before the show. You're the founder and director of Women Veterans Empowered and Thriving. So can you tell us about the organization and what you do? Women Veterans Empowered and Thriving is a reintegration program utilizing writing and performance to empower our experiences and to facilitate skills to thrive in daily life. So that idea broken down is you can be in reintegration from military culture to civilian culture at any point in your life, whether it's the day you get out while you're still serving to 40 years later. It's that idea of truly reintegrating into back into civilian culture with connection and support and community. And uh, we do that through a creative model, which is free writing, breathing techniques, and we secure the space by providing community agreements, which is guidelines on how to treat yourself and others. Are there things that we can learn from other cultures? Is that something you could speak to in terms of how other cultures, either historical or current, have treated the reintegration process? Yes, absolutely. So I was very inspired when I was reading about Greek cultures, Romans, Native Americans. They had these beautiful storytelling rituals of homecoming when the military returned into the town that they were from or the city, and they were embraced by the civilians that stayed behind, and the warriors shared their stories and experiences, and the family and civilians shared theirs. So there was a natural act of education, awareness. Everyone knew what everyone else had gone through, and it was held in a space, from what we understand, of um, empathy and acceptance of each other's stories and journeys. And then they were able to, to reunite as a community. So I was inspired by that. Because modern-day cultures, we don't have those storytelling rituals. We don't have this uh, big homecoming except maybe like a parade and a sign. And that's not really reuniting the military culture and civilian culture. So I made it my personal mission to, to have these conversations, to help the veterans tell the stories that maybe they have shame and guilt about. And they can empower those experiences within their own body and voice and share them. Uh, with the community, and then the community in turn during our panel discussions or talkbacks 
and say what they were doing when the veteran was deployed or away or, you know, it's, it's all encompassing the idea of coming home. It's not just people that were deployed, but also anyone that served in the military. How did you get to this point of, of creating a, an organization like this? It was pretty funny. I, uh, I had a lot of training in Philadelphia, in New York City, facilitator training, teaching artistry. I began to write my own poetry in about 2007. And I had these experiences of like opening myself up and then having to take so much time after performing or public speaking to put myself back together. And I really wanted to create a space where we can have of all of those things. We call it our tribe in uh, my organization. <laughs> in Women, Veterans, Empowered, and Thriving, we call it tribe. And it's the act of having these workshops and then also having the support system that if you're triggered during a workshop or you just want to vent about something that happened at the VA or something that's happening in your family, we have this this close net network of people that can reach out individually or within the group. So how I was inspired was I went to my local VA and there were no, there was not a support group for women veterans there. And I asked, I asked the desk why there wasn't one. And the person said, you know, oh, that, that group became too toxic. We, we can't have a women veterans group. And I was like, well, that sounds like a facilitator problem, not a, not a veteran problem, not a woman veteran problem. So I advocated to the VA in Allentown to start the group again, and they scheduled it at the same time as the weight loss group, <laughs> so that's where most of the women were. So I, I was pretty frustrated with the system at that point, and I was like, you know what? I have all these skills, and I know how to speak, and I have this beautiful writing model that I've been traveling with for years, just traveling all over the country, like coming into communities and teaching, teaching this model of empowerment. And I was like, I need to do this in my own hometown. So we started in 2016 in this little farmhouse with no heat or air conditioning. So we were cold in the winter and sweating in the summer. But we were so grateful to have a space and have each other. So that's where it really all kicked off was uh, when we started at the farm called Camel Humps Farm in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And they donated the space to us, which I am forever grateful for because we got to build up from there. So then we built from there, and, and uh, we started doing performances in Bethlehem at, like, the Banana Factory. And it, it was really the guys started to see what we were doing, so they were wondering if I would consider having a workshop for them. So now we have the women, that's only group, all veterans group, which is men and women veterans, and then we have a family member group as well. And it's all the same empowerment model that we use to help the community reunite with veterans, and then also us to become the best versions of ourselves. So that's how we, we built it. And then, and then the pandemic happened, which was really, really startling to me in the veteran community because veterans aren't often and so isolated already and uh, need so much encouragement to, you know, get up and get out of their own way sometimes. So I was concerned that the suicide rate was going to go up and, and the addiction rate and I was like, you know what, we need to really launch our Zoom program right now. So in late March, we launched all of our programming onto Zoom and uh, the virtual realm. So now we're national and we have veterans across the country experiencing the benefits of the empowerment model that we created. So certainly you're reaching, as you said, nationally, those who want to participate. But has it also allowed for those who want to start their own organizations 
or their own more local regional groups that that need support in regards to how to facilitate, how to lead? Yes. So about six months ago, we started a facilitator training program for the veterans that were interested in either starting their own chapters or helping us with the 10 plus workshops that we do on Zoom right now. So we have two veterans just about to graduate. So we're excited about that. And then I hope to start another facilitator program maybe in a couple months. You mentioned creative writing. You write poetry. Why does poetry work for the subjects the topics that veterans are dealing with. Any any thoughts? Is there something special about poetry as a form? I specifically like poetry. And honestly, I didn't even know I was writing poetry until someone told me that. I was just doing these free writes, you know, just letting the thoughts and ideas flow onto the paper. And then eventually they kind of took a form, uh, ending up in like stanzas, or I didn't like to use punctuation either. So it really started launched out of me as like free writing word vomit, uh, if you will. (laughs) So I started from more of a place of less of poetry as a form and more as free writing being an outlet. Because some of my, my poems are more like monologues or prose. And then I also did some playwriting and article writing too. So I really feel that all the avenues, almost all the avenues of writing, when you allow yourself the freedom to write from your, your, your own first person, your I, and really lift yourself up from that experience and build yourself. We call it building your creative power from within, starting with your feet as roots in the earth, and then building your creative power with kindness, compassion, and non-judgment, and then opening your mind to the creativity and, and bringing it in through you that way. And also there's something quite magical about Seeing your own words in black and white and then reading them aloud, it gives them life. It gives that, for some veterans, it gives that moment of validity because often someone else in the room had a similar experience or this experience resonated with them with military sexual trauma that happens a lot in our women veterans groups. A woman will say, you know, I was uh, sexually assaulted and I didn't tell anyone or I told my commander and he didn't do anything about it. Um, And then there'll be another woman in the room that says, yes, that resonates with me because that happened to me too. So it's that moment of connection through struggle and vulnerability that makes it the most powerful. And poetry, I guess as a form, the best thing I could say about that is it allows me to be really concise. (laughs) I get really to the point. I dig right into the bone. So poetry really spoke to me in that way. It's not about flowers and love. It's uh, definitely about the potency that poetry allows me to deliver. Can you tell us more about the plays that you've written? I wrote a play when I was participating in uh, a program in New York City with Aquila Theater. They got a, a National Endowment of Humanities grant. And so I was able to be inspired by one of the Greek works, the Bacchae, and I rewrote it to be Dionysus in America. Dionysus in America was was a turn on kind of the political temperature of what was going on when uh, the the Trump videos came out. Yes, you mean the Hollywood access tapes. I was I was inspired by that line to write something of a response to what I thought about that. And 
Aquila encouraged me to 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 take the Bacchae and uh, kind of rewrite the modern version of it. And then Arts Park in Texas picked it up as part of their veteran series. So I was able to go to Texas and see actors, real actors, perform my, my play Dionysus in America at the Vortex, which is a beautiful name for a theater in my opinion. So it was like a lot of collaborating pieces that really supported me and uh Thinkery and Verse produced it, who's uh, located right in New Jersey. So everyone really helped me bring that alive. Is there anything that you want to mention that I haven't asked you about yet? Um, so often people relate to our programming as, you know, that like Sufi art stuff. And I find that when I speak to veterans about this, often they're looking backwards at the best version of themselves, like in the past as the best version of themselves mm-hmm. and often want to relive that, that thrill of combat. And uh, I find one of the most thrilling things I've ever done is stood on the stage and spoke my truth. And sometimes it does feel like you're getting shot at. It definitely has that adrenaline rush and everything that goes with it. So there is a courage to standing on stage and speaking to the community. And uh, I'd like people to know that, that it's not something for the faint of heart, but it's also something that everyone can enjoy in a closed, secure workshop with the support of their of their veteran family. So it has that both sides of the coin. You can have this this empowerment and build it privately or, you know, and also you can stand on stage and speak it and yell it and not let the venom inside you eat you alive. You can let it go. Jennifer Pakanowski, poet, playwright, and founder and director of Women Veterans Empowered and Thriving, a reintegration program, speaking with Mindy Kronk, who is the producer of Keystone Edition Arts. Jenny Pakanowski will be our guest tomorrow night at 8 on Keystone Edition Arts, the Veterans Experience and the Expressive Arts. That's at 8 tomorrow night, live on WVIA-TV, also streaming live online. We'll also be joined by the award-winning videographer Lina Stoman, Professor Emerita of Lycoming College from Williamsport. She is someone who works with veterans and veterans' issues, and she'll weigh in. And we'll also have on the panel Stephanie Wise, who is the director of the Arts Therapy Program at Marywood University in Scranton, and she has worked extensively with veterans in this country, around the world, and she's even developed a special approach to group therapy that she finds most helpful in working with the veterans community. So that's tomorrow night at 8, live on WVIA-TV, streaming live online. And we're delighted that Joseph Barna will be part of that program Joseph Barna is a veteran. He was a Marine in Korea, and he took part in the Veterans Creative Arts Competition offered through the Veterans Administration. And as it happens, just about a week ago, the announcement was made. The 13th Annual Veterans Creative Arts Competition will be held virtually the week of August 23rd 
all veterans receiving care at the Wilkes-Barre Veterans Administration Medical Center, VA community-based outpatient clinics, or local veterans centers are encouraged to take part. Veterans Affairs Medical Facilities nationwide use the creative arts as one form of rehabilitative treatment to help veterans recover from and cope with physical and emotional disabilities. Each year, veterans treated at VA medical centers compete in a local creative arts contest. The local competition includes more than 100 categories pertaining to all aspects of art, music, dance, drama, and creative writing. In 2020, 7,000 entries were submitted into the national competition with 120 VA facilities represented. Three veterans who took part in Wilkes-Barre's local competition placed at the national level, and they include Joseph Barna, who received the gold medal in the essay category in the creative writing division and a gold medal in the patriotic personal experience category in the creative writing division. And he will be part of the show tomorrow night. If you are interested in the competition, Completed applications and visual art entries are due by 4 p.m. Friday, July 30th, and you can email the Veterans Administration locally. It's a long one, but you can find it on our website, VHAWB. So join us tomorrow night for a live broadcast at 8 o'clock on TV. It is the Veterans Experience and the Expressive Arts on Keystone Edition Arts on WVIA.